is money that has been available over the years coming from industry and pe- when people are, are having this disease that they have and they are identified, they must be paid. Many of them have not been paid because they could not be located. We are into a huge campaign of trying to locate them, but the, the small part I'm talking about of 103,000 people, what 1.5 billion is just one small part. In the bigger scheme of things, you've got between 7 to 10 billion for ex-mine workers, and we are going to have a meeting to confirm the figures on the 24th of this month with the relevant people who are involved. The total workforce owed money in the country, unclaimed funeral, provident fund, pension fund, goes into the 30 billion, or less than a third that goes to mine workers. So what happens to that money in the meantime? That's a good question. It's a question that will be answered by those fund managers who are handling the money. I don't have an answer to them now. That's why we have called a meeting with them to say, come and explain to us, because we've got a lot of people who are still in poverty here, people whose money they couldn't get, and they are here. Would these mine workers also be paid out interest over the period that they were unable to claim their benefits? I'm unable to answer that question. It's a good question to ask, to ask actually, but I'm unable to answer at this stage. So in terms of whether the accumulated interest over many years, where it goes to and so on, that's a question that we'll ask to, I will ask the fund managers maybe to respond to. At the end of this process, Deputy Minister, what would the Mineral Resources Department like to see done with perhaps uncollected money, which, which could be in the billions if, if, if mine workers don't come forward? What, what would you like to see done with that money at the end of the process? No, this process has, not, has got no ending. What our view is, and it's not just the Department of Mineral Resources, we are collaborating here on this matter with the Department of Health and the Department of Labor. So it's mineral resources, but employers are, are also centrally playing a key role here. We have been having engagements with the Chamber of Mines, with the Gold Group, and the trade unions, fortunately, have come to the party. We've got the trade unions, those in mining that are playing a key role, the National Union of Mine Workers, AMCU, NUMSA, UASA, uh, Solidarity, we're bringing another one later, the new union, but they have been critical to a whole, a whole range of processes relating to this matter. So my role uh, with my other deputy ministers leading this process, we are trying to close, bring this matter to closure. If I say closure, I mean by next year, uh, 2017, to bring it to a closure that would have some system that can make access to these claims very easy. We'll be having a reliable database, hopefully with all the information that we need, and pay people, and we're not stopping. We're not going to start into 2017. We've already started. Some people have been able to locate them over the last three years, and some of them have been paid. Uh, how much do you think this process is costing the department? Contributions that have been coming from the Chamber of Mines, for instance, and the Gold Group to put systems together to try and expedite the process. So at some stage, to be able to reach the uh, 103,000 to be able to get that number. I think it was, uh, I can't remember the figure now, but it was a few million, five or six or seven or even one point, I don't, but I can't, I don't have the figure. But it was contributed to birth uh, by the mine, not directly, but bringing experts to come and set up the IT, set up this and the other. So they were paying them directly as part of their contribution. So from the state side, uh, uh, they, they, we're not incurring a lot of costs. 
If we have listeners who, who may be former mine workers themselves or perhaps their relatives of, of former mine workers, what should they do today if they think they have benefits to claim? How should they go about accessing those benefits today? They should phone this toll-free number. I'm going to give it to you now. It is zero eight zero one triple zero two four zero. I'm going to repeat it: zero eight zero one thousand two four zero. That's the claims office uh, that you can phone. Unfortunately, for now, it's Monday to Friday uh, from eight to five. I suppose after four, they can phone anytime. What they need to give is the ID number if they have an ID number of the person who they want to claim for, or the claimant himself or herself, the full names and the mines where they were working, if more than one, but also in that if they remember their industry numbers, it will help a lot. So even children of ex-mine workers and uh, the widows, widowers, relatives can use this number, 080 30 billion rand is the total of unclaimed benefits for all workers in South Africa. Mine workers particularly have about 1.5 billion that's already been identified for 103,000 former mine workers. But there could be up to 10 billion rand available for claims for possibly 1.3 million ex-mine workers. This story, as you hear, goes beyond just the mine workers industry. It really looks to all workers who have benefits outstanding. We've got Bongi on the line, one of our listeners who desperately wanted to talk to us about this story. He's personally affected by it. Bongi, tell us your story. Yeah, hi, uh, Dustin. Uh, my story relates to that it's my mother that's more or less affected by this. She's not in the mining industry, but was a teacher. And at the age that she's at, she's at 67. Now, she took an early pension, but now her money since 2006 has not been paid through to her. When they go back, they received letters from the Department of Education in 2011 informing them that they'd be getting paid at the latest by 2014. But that's still 2016 and nothing has happened. And when she goes to inquire, she's been sent from pillar to post, one department saying that it's the other one's responsibility. When you get to the other one, this one says, no, we've done what we were meant to do, go to the next department. But this is uh, people's lives. And as an elderly woman, she cannot just go up and down these places trying to find something that is due to her, you know. Bungi, we hear you, and I think we're going to put you back to the studio and we're going to take your contact numbers down because, Bongi, I think we need to follow up because you heard from the Deputy Minister of Mineral Resources, if you're a former mine worker or relative of a former mine worker, there's a contact number available for you. We've just tweeted it. There's even an email address if you have uh, unclaimed benefits. But what if you are in other sectors of the economy, like Bongi tells us about his mother, who was a teacher? How does she go in in terms of claiming these unclaimed benefits? How does she go about doing that?